Aquí les, uh, les estoy hablando desde el más allá del extranjero. <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all. Saludos to my homies, my family, a las que me odian y a las que <clears throat> a las que todavía piensan en mí, las que están arrepentidas y hasta las que andan con sus novios y pues hicieron sus decisiones equivocadas. <laughs> well, I had a conversation with one of my friends and it was it was interesting because it kind of put some perspective for myself into play where I just had to look at things in a different light, right? Because I have a friend that is, well, long story, kind of short. She hit me up because she's like, hey, like somebody that I dated a while ago, you know, hit me up. <clears throat> and she's like, you know, so you, you know, asking, then she's like, oh, how are things going with you? And I'm like, well, you know, brought her up to speed. And she's like, oh, fuck, then you must not want to talk about this. But I'm like, nah, fuck that. Like, what's up? So anyways, me dice. So things ended pretty bad with us. When we dated back, you know, like last year. And, you know, like we got into a big ass argument and he pretty much told me that I was narcissistic and my homegirl's kind of narcissistic, I guess. Like, I don't know. But then she's like, but he's the one that's narcissistic. And that's why I fucking broke it off with him. He, they went back and forth. And I was like, well, how was it? Like, as a person, like, how is he? And so she went on to tell me, like, mostly, like, really good things about this guy. <clears throat> and, and, you know, as usual, because I'm, I firmly believe, even though, like, I'm where I'm at, I'm cool, I'm chilling, I, I really don't fucking, like, I'm not stressing nothing right now, but... I firmly believe that no matter what you go through, if two people really like each other and, and see themselves with each other, there's nothing that a conversation won't fix. So she starts telling me things and, and details. And clearly this is all from her perspective, right? Because from what it sounds like from the conversation that they had, they both remember things very different. And, The story, like I basically asked her, what do you think about this guy? He made me say, well, honestly, like I saw myself with him. Like he's not, he's not a bad person. Like he's, he's a, genuinely like, he's a good dude. Like I would see myself with him, but <clears throat> shit already happened between us. And, you know, you know, we already have a history together and, You know, regardless, one of us fucked it up and, you know, and and that's why we went our separate ways. And I think that's kind of where I had to stop her. Because I told her, like, Mira, just because you guys have history and one of you guys fucked it up does not mean that you guys are over with. Meaning, everybody has a history, right? And if two people reconnect, <clears throat> then, you know, what, what the fuck does it matter what you guys did in the past? Because, I mean, you can change in a month. <laughs> You can change in like six months. You can change. Like everybody's entitled to change. Everybody is allowed to change, you know, and, and as long as they're willing to put the effort into it to show it, then that's fine. 
But just because something didn't go as planned before, I told her, doesn't mean it can't go as planned now. And if you're saying like, oh, we already fucked it up before, you know, why even try again? It's kind of like, I don't know. If you guys, if girls, if somebody fucks up your nails, does that mean that you're never going to go do your nails again? (laughs) You know? Or if somebody fucks up your hair, cuts it wrong. You know, let's say this is kind of like the, like if she sees herself with this guy, this is the equivalent of somebody having like a nail person or a hair person that does their hair and they've always done it. Like they know that they're really good. They just kind of messed it up once or not even messed it up. It was a good haircut, but it didn't come out like they pictured it. I mean, they're still good at what they do. You can still go back to them and just explain more of what you want, right? Give them more detail because what happened was is you guys didn't fucking communicate effectively to where she got what you're saying or the person who does your hair really understood what what you were trying to get at. And I mean, when you look at it full circle, it's always fucking communication, right? So I told her, you see yourself with this guy. Like, you really like this guy back then. You you know, you just told me yourself you really liked this guy back then. Everything was cool. Just, you know, you saw it as, like, a pride thing and an ego thing. And, and none of you guys wanted to, like, you know, like, like, come forward. Or, like, you guys were just kind of just nobody was willing to swallow their pride. And I mean, fuck, like, pride really doesn't belong in relationships. It really doesn't. Because how many people have lost a good man or a woman because they weren't willing to, like, give an apology? Or even though you thought you were fucking right about something, you didn't even bother to be like, well... Why do you think I'm wrong? And and then actually give them an opportunity to explain because you might you might both be right or you might both be wrong or or you might be like, OK, you know what? I see what you mean. You know, it's communication is <sighs> communication can make you or break you. And. If you don't use it, it will always break you. Crazy, right? And your pride, too. Your pride. I mean, there's people who should be together like right fucking now in their lives. And they would be happy because when they're together, like side by side, they probably feel like cool. Like they love each other or or they just genuinely feel like they're they're next to the right person. That's, you know, like. They're next to the person. They're with the person at that moment in time with the right person that they that they want to be with. But here comes this little thing called pride. And pride and argument and a one-sided point of view it gets it's it's like a You know how they say a a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You ain't going to go nowhere. Well, pride is a flat tire. Um, Ego is a second flat tire. Lack of communication is another flat tire. And failing to just hold yourself accountable is like another flat tire. So anyways... My friend expected me, because of my recent situation, to give her, like, salty-ass fucking, salty-ass advice. But, you know, I don't don't do that. I I don't hold grudges. I think I'm, like, the most fucking forgiving man to a fault, you know? 
I'm like too forgiving for my own good. And I think that's why I'm always in, in situations that, that I end up losing in. Right. But anyways, I don't know. I'm a fixer at heart. I fix things and, and I like talking and I like communicating and I like understanding people. So, así pasa. So, anyways, that's not the point of this podcast today. The point of this podcast is because they both called each other narcissistic. And, I mean, are they? Fuck, I don't know. So, that kind of sent me into into a little rabbit hole of searching, well, what is a narcissist? Um, you know, things about dating narcissists. I started writing down names of people that I've dated and, and things that I remember specifically. And then times when I, or like when I dated and shit that I did, and I wrote some key points that really stood out to me. And, and I, I, you know, remember some words, some exchanges of words and, and events and stuff like that. And, um, so this is what I'm going to go over when it comes to like, what happens when you're dating a narcissist, a few characteristics of them and, and what's the best thing to do about it? So, I mean, most people think like, oh shit, because of, um, because of like Disney and like history books. And we think of like the narcissist as like the person who's always posting pictures of themselves or like somebody who's always like in the gym, like showing off their body. Somebody who's kind of like into themselves. Right. But, but that's actually pretty fucking wrong because narcissism is an actual disorder. When you post a bunch of pictures of yourself and stuff like that, that's like self admiration Mixed with like some confidence and it all depends too. Like if it's your job to be in shape because you're a trainer or you like own a gym or if you're just genuinely like a person who's into fitness and you post your progress and you're just happy with yourself and you're just like, this is what I do. That's something that's there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> True narcissists really have a lack of empathy, right? So what is empathy? Empathy is when you can put yourself and actually feel what other people are feeling, right? Which means like if somebody's sad or you're like, you'll feel bad. Like if you make somebody like somebody who's sympathetic will just apologize to you just so you can stop crying. Like if they made you cry, right? Somebody who's empathetic, if they say something that hurts you or do something and, like, they know that they hurt your feelings, they will feel remorse themselves and be like, hey, like, I feel really bad that I hurt you. Like, you know, whatever. That's empathy. When you feel for somebody else, and keep in mind, that's a key word. You feel for somebody else because if you're not if you have a lack of empathy, not only you will not feel bad or like you will not be able to like, what is it called? You you just won't be able to communicate emotion. You're pretty much like emotionally detached, right? And you're going to be emotionally detached even from your own emotions. So most narcissists have a lot of troubled relationships, not only with people that they date, but like with their families and like their parents and they tend to not have long lasting friendships like like from like elementary school or like middle school though they just have like friends that they meet through work and and like it's always going to be like oh well I'm not cool with them anymore for the most part i mean obviously sometimes 
we there's assholes. Like I have a homie that's an asshole, and I don't understand why I I've told him before. Like, hey, wait, like I don't know how fucking people like you. Like I'm surprised your own daughters even fucking love you. And it's just because he's an asshole, but he's like my asshole. Like I love that motherfucker, but special people, you know, like. I know and he knows that that motherfucker is not for everybody. He ain't even for most people or <laughs> like half the people. So anyways, but my homie's not a narcissist. He's just an asshole. And I just mean that a narcissist will have from time to time a long-term friend. But for the most part, they kind of, they change friends a lot because they have trouble with relationships they probably have a lot of drama with their family. Um, another trait that I found with narcissists is that they 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 exert selfishness at the expense of others, right? So, or better yet. Selfishness at the extreme expense of others, right? So it's like I get what I want regardless if it makes you happy or not. My happiness comes first even if it means you have to be unhappy. My needs come first even if your needs have to take a step back. Even if I have to take... Even if you don't f fulfill none of your needs, right? Like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to explore my options. But I don't want you to explore your options. Or if I catch you exploring your options, it's over. I'm going to go out with my friends. And I'm going to hide it from you. Or I'm going to tell you. And I don't give a fuck if it... You know, or I'm going to, I don't care if I cancel plans or you ask me to make time for you. I'm changing plans because I'd rather do this than be with you. And I don't care how you take it. And that's just how I am. And if you don't like it, you could kick rocks. Or this is how I see things and this is how I like to do things. And, you know, if... If that's not cool with you, then, you know, you ain't right for me. Shit like that. So it's selfishness at an extreme expense of others' emotions and um, and their needs. Which is, which what they'll do is they'll tell you that those are their, they'll disguise that, their selfishness, as an ideal, right? So let's say... <sighs> I mean, it's also, they're also lies, right? They will they will pick an extreme ideal to get you to stop talking about something. So let's say, let's say, um, I don't know. Let's say, let's say for them, they say, I don't like to be rushed into anything, right? All right, cool. Like, that's just the way that I've always been. And I just don't like to get rushed and blah, blah, blah. And for you, you're like, all right, cool. You know, like, we'll just go with the flow, right? Well, you don't know anything because you just think, all right, cool. This is something new. I like this person. Um, and this is what, this is like, we're on the same page, right? This is how we're moving and, and I feel good about it. But in reality, this is all, this is the shit they do with every person they date. It's like fucking clockwork because people don't come with a fucking Carfax, and if they did, we'd be able to spot that narcissistic motherfucker right away. <clears throat> Why? Because uh, let's say that's the case, right? Like, oh, I don't like to be rushed. But if we had a record, like a track record of them, 
we can pro- we'll probably see that they dated the last guy for a year and a half, the guy before that for six months, and then like the guy right before you for three months, and each time, or girl, whatever, but each time they use the same excuse. I don't to end things, right? To cut that person off, which is oh, I felt rushed. But if you think about it, if you're looking at the, if you had that paperwork, you'd probably be like, whoa, wait a minute, rushed. Okay, this guy or this girl probably pushed you too quick. All right, cool. Like two months, they wanted to be with you. And then, but this other person, you guys dated for like a year and a half. Like if if you don't know you want to be with somebody, like at least be official with somebody. Like, that's a long time. Like, most people, you know, like, between six months to a year kind of can figure it out. <clears throat> and um, so it's like, man, like, if you were able to look and be like, no, there's a problem here. Like, I get, like, the one or two month, three month person that's like, oh, I'm so in love with you, blah, blah, blah. Especially if you just, man, you don't know each other. Like, at all. Like, you don't have history. But, you know, if, if, if you're, if you've been seeing somebody and it's like six, not, let's just, we'll just say like nine months to a year. Right. And you still feel rushed at that point. Something is wrong because, because first of all, after six months, and I'm going to say, like, I, I would say after six months of seeing somebody consistently, you should expect that conversation to come. You shouldn't be, like, oblivious to be like, oh, I didn't know you wanted to be with me. <laughs> right? Like, so what do you do? You fucking go into, like, your normal plan A. Nope. You're, I feel rushed. And you know what? It's over. You, you go into your little turtle shell and they run, right? <clears throat> but they don't run to really like end things. What they do is they'll pretend that it's just one of their like things that just has to be their way. And what they'll do is their goal of a narcissist is not to get you, is to, is to have you until you're not useful, right? So... They just want you to conform. So what they'll do is they'll practice shutting you down and shutting you out to get what they want. <coughs> Excuse me. So, si acaso, if... Let's say... Let's say it's a narcissist. Let's say it's a girl and she likes asking you for shit, right? Or it's like she's used to you buying things. Like she's always like, oh, man, I really want something like this. And then you buy it. And oh, man, this is so cute. And then you buy it. And you're used to it, right? And then one day she really likes something. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then be like, oh, shit, well, you know, like, you know, can you get it for me? And be like, oh, fuck, like, nah, when you caught on to their shit, you can be like, nah, I'm sorry, you know, like, I, I just can't. They'll probably be like, oh, well, then that means, like, wow, like, they'll start making you feel bad. Like, wow, okay, that's how things are, huh? Like, you, like, what, what, what am, like, you used to do this for me. All right, then I guess I'm going to change, too. So what they'll do is is they'll make you feel they'll gaslight you. They'll make you feel like. Like if you're doing something wrong and now everything's got to change because you did something different. And guess what? Everything's going to change now because of you. It's not my fault. It's your fault. But generally, generally. Um, narcissists will love bomb you, right? You know what love bombing is? Love bombing is like right at the beginning, 
they will show you a lot of love. They'll show you a lot of affection. Um, they might even tell you like, oh, te quiero, like I love you or whatever. <clears throat> and everything starts off great and perfect. But as soon as you disappoint them or or um, or or just you're not, you don't do something exactly how they want it. They turn on you. And they will never explain why because because how are they going to tell you like like you didn't do everything exactly how I wanted. Nobody's ever going to tell you that. And that's kind of where you always stand with a narcissist is you never know where you stand. And that's how they have control over you because you not knowing anything is how they control you and them not addressing shit because a narcissist will not address anything. It's kind of like they overreact to shut you down because of the lack of empathy, right? They, they will just, they just can't put themselves in your shoes because they don't have, and then they don't have the skills to make you feel validated or appreciated. And like, in other words, like they don't do like, you know how people say like, oh, well, like if you, like if you're drinking and like, oh yeah, let me get you like for me, like if somebody says, hey, let me get you an LA water. I'll be like, oh, I don't fucking do LA waters. Narcissists don't do other people's feelings. They only tend, tend to their, to their wants pr- primarily and their needs. But other people's feelings do not come into consideration when it comes to their lives. It's just what they want and how they want it. And going back to gaslighting you, here's a few things that a a narcissist will always do or they like to do to keep you in that, like, hanging in the balance, right? Which they gaslight you, gaslight you. So they make you think think stuff like you're too sensitive, right? Like they they'll make you think like fuck, like you're fucking like you're you're too sensitive, like you're too emotional, you're too this, too that. <clears throat> so they'll they'll make you feel like you're doing something wrong for for feeling like lonely, for feeling unappreciated. Um, for feeling like, Hey, like, I don't know where I stand with you for feeling other things like just the lack of, of emotion from them. They will make you feel bad because it hurts you. Like they will make you feel bad that you're hurt because of the shit that they're not doing for you that a normal person would be doing. Because, because that's their way. Like, a narcissist will always keep you hanging in the fucking balance. And they'll make you think that you're too emotional, you're too fucking sensitive, that you're too, you know, like, you think, oh, you think too much. Just stop. Or you assume too much. Um, they're going to make it always seem like you're always wrong. You know, like they could literally not hit you up for like a day or two. And then you get pissed off about them. And they might even reply to you like, well, like, damn, I don't reply to you. And you, you're already pissed off. You're like, like, if that's what you want, fuck it. You know, don't assume shit. You don't even know, you know what I've been going through. You don't even know you haven't even asked. And like they overreact to get you to shut down. So you could be like, fuck, man, like I did fuck up. Like, I shouldn't have said that. But in reality, they're not interested in you because they don't give a fuck about your feelings. They're just, they just want to do what they want to do, still have you there. And it's not even you. They just want to have somebody there. Because a narcissist will never consistently have one person. They will just shuffle through different people 
every so and so every every couple of months you know and it's and it's funny because i read that thing on 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 instagram that said some people continue to change their partners because they're not willing to change themselves right and some people will lose somebody that they truly feel like like even the, even a narcissist will know like like this is the right person for me but because they're narcissistic or they they have toxic behavior or they're or they're traumatized in a certain way or or they're just emotionally disconnected they won't be with you they won't make the adjustments because again they're narcissists it's just that's the way they are and and you're evil because because you <laughs> you don't want to be with a unhealthy person you know but it is what it is. Um, let's see. They make you always feel like it's your fault. Like everything is your fault. Um, if you catch yourself always apologizing to your partner, always having to apologize, the odds are is that you're with a fucking narcissist. If everything pisses them off, it shouldn't. First of all, that's a bad sign. That's some anger issues, right? Because everything shouldn't piss you off. Sometimes if your partner brings something up, even though it's unpleasant, the odds are, I, I like to say that if, if, if I made you feel a certain way, it needs to be addressed. Even if I didn't mean it that way. Like, no, if I made you feel bad, like, it's kind of like sexual harassment at work when they teach you. Like, sexual ha harassment has nothing to do with what you meant it's how the other person took it so you know a lot of a lot of women complain that you know it's um that men like rich men get away with with rape and like so much shit because they have money and then the world is run by men but a narcissist is almost the same way where Maybe they're not running you by money. They, they'll run somebody, but they won't run them with money or whatever. They'll run them with with the threat of all, of them leaving them with fucking horrible treatment, like silent treatment or ignoring them or just telling them like, I don't know, just making like threats, making them feel bad, gaslighting them, telling them that, you know, Basically, to fucking deal with them exactly how you are. Like, oh, this is how I am. This is how you met me. Yeah. And a narcissistic narcissist will always make you feel like something's wrong. Like, you always have to ask, like, oh, you all right? You all right? But in reality, they're just not there. They're not there emotionally. And somebody who is emotionally intact, like, they'll be happy when they're with you. But they'll also be able to pick up. Like somebody who's just there because they're there, not because they're actually like emotionally there and they're happy to be there. You know, like that's why some people will ask like, hey, is everything good? Like, you all right? Because they can tell something is wrong and maybe something might not be wrong. Like in the sense, like it's a bad situation. But if you have feelings for somebody and you're with somebody somewhere and they don't look like they're genuinely happy to be there with you, then that is kind of like something wrong, right? Like, that's wrong. Maybe they're not doing something wrong to you or something bad, but that's wrong to spend time with somebody and give them like that boyfriend and girlfriend time, like quality time. But know deep in your heart that you really don't want this person and you're probably never going to want this person. Like that is wrong. And that's why people who are in tune with their emotions will ask you. But what they really want to ask is like, like, do you care about me? Like that's like, that's what they're asking is like, you look like you don't want to be here. You look like you'd rather be somewhere else. <clears throat> and they're always just, I mean, they're experts at, Causing you to doubt yourself. 
another thing that a narcissist does is they dance around issues, right? Like they dance around important things, like defining things, especially relationships. A narcissist will always, always figure out a way to get out of like um, talking about underlying issues or defining relationships or or getting into one, right? Because they want the benefits of you doing things for them. You know, they want they want the Valentine's Day gift, the birthday gift, the Christmas gifts. They want to like join you on vacation. They want to they want to like go to dinner with you. They want to do they want to get all the benefits. But at the same time, they're like, man, like, I don't want to be with you because, you know, what if somebody else, what if I'm just, I'm still like trying to explore my options. And because that's what they've always done. And what if something comes out that's better than you? Like, I don't want to have to break up with you. You know, like, I'd rather just not get with you. And I'd rather not totally invest myself into you or catch feelings with you in case somebody comes along that's better. But in reality, a narcissist was, is going to stay in that cycle for a long, long time, maybe forever. Maybe they live their, maybe they live their whole fucking lives like that. Because if you're always <clears throat> shutting down half of your heart in case the other person you're talking to or, or just in case, like, because you like to explore your options, you're never going to know what true love feels like. And Besides that, you're never going to feel it yourself if you're even fucking capable of it. But you're just never going to have like, you're never going to have that meaningful relationship. And you might maybe like later in your life, but you're always going to remember like somebody that you're like, fuck, like, like I'm happy with who I'm with, but. You know, there was this person, you know, so many years ago that, I don't know, like, that connection just felt like, you know, I wish I could go back. Or it's just a different type of connection where you're like, man, like, I, I truly fucked that up. <clears throat> Let's see. A narcissist will never apologize. Like, they will never tell you that they're sorry for hurting your feelings for doing something stupid because they're just going to justify it because, oh, well, I've been hurt before. Or, well, that's just how I am. That's how I want to do things. That's how I feel comfortable. Like, if if we're not going to do it like this, is like, I'd rather not even see you or spend time with you or, like, this is just how I want it. And if not, it's not going to work out. And they always go to the extreme, right? It's like they don't even have like a like a scale of like one through ten of like, hey, let's address this. Let's talk about it. You know, like it's always either you're doing things how I want them, like you're behaving how I want you to and you're following like I have you on a leash. And if you're not on the leash, it's over. You pretty much have to walk on eggshells for a narcissist. Like you're always just. Their happiness is the only thing important to them. I mean, a lot of times the narcissist won't even fucking say thank you, to be honest with you. You can treat them. You'll treat them amazing and they won't even like say thank you. They won't even like recognize you for it. You know, they just take and take and take. And I mean, clearly they don't understand you, right? They they don't they don't do things because they want to understand another person. They just they just they like people that as soon as they recognize a person that is very giving, that's where they want to be. You know, they that's that's just what they want to. That's where they want to be because they're gonna get so much out of it without with and they breadcrumb you. So it's like they barely give you anything. Like, I mean, like, look at me, for example, right? Like, I'm happy with just getting a text back from somebody. Somebody to tell me good morning. 
you know, first, you know, once a week or, or like, I mean, you don't have to buy me anything, but if you tell me like, Hey, like, can I come over at some point this week? I'll be like, fuck. Yeah. Like you're taking, like, you're coming to see me like, damn cool. Like, hell yeah. Like that's, that's a real one. Like you don't even have to bring anything. You don't have to buy food. You don't have to do anything. Like you could bring me a fucking bologna sandwich. Like I'll be like, damn, like it's just because I see effort and I, and I see your time. Like, man, like you're going out of your way. Like you don't have to, you know? And, um, another thing that I, that I read is that narcissists, they typically don't take the take responsibility for their part in issues. I mean, I think that's pretty, I don't think I really have to dig deeper in that, right? It's always somebody else's fault, why it didn't work out. Guys are always like this, and this is why I always cut them off. Or women always want this, or women are always pushing me to do this too fast. And that's why I just, you know, I have to end things because that's not, you know, I'm just... Whatever reason they choose, right? Like, oh, because I've been hurt, I've been cheated on, or, or like, you know, my last relationship, a lot of things happened, and I can't tell you, you know, I don't feel comfortable telling you, and it's like, then why the fuck are you even dating me and spending time with me and probably even fucking, like, having sex with me, but yet you're pretty much, like, they'll act like they're in a relationship with you. They just don't want that title. And they'll blame it on something. But it's like, yo, that title, like even then, even if it's true that your last relationship, like this chick, you know, <clears throat> manipulated you or this guy fucking beat your ass. They were going to do it anyways, with or without the title. You're not scared of the fucking title. And a lot of times a narcissist is exactly like the person that hurt them. Or that fucking broke them, you know? And if they're not, they tend to to behave the extreme opposite way of that person that hurt them. <clears throat> Let's see. Ooh, another one. A narcissist will never fucking compromise. That is fuck like <clears throat> that for sure a narcissist will never fucking compromise they will never ever meet you in the middle on fucking anything and then it's like nope you know once this is it once I'm done I'm done that's a type, that's like a narcissist phrase like once I'm done I'm done you know like I don't I don't look back Like, that's a fucking narcissist phrase. <clears throat> Why? Because they don't want to fucking do something that... They don't want to put any work. A narcissist will not... They don't want to put any fucking work into a relationship. Especially when they can just cut you and start over with the next person and milk the same shit, the same exact routine. Oh, everything's perfect. We're having fun. We're doing this, that, that. And then eventually somebody wants to get serious. And then like clockwork, the problem starts. And then they fucking shut them out. Because they're starting to get like, you know, the jig is up. Like, you know, the lights been fucking turned on. And then se pelan como cucarachas, you know. And then guess what? Another person that they meet down the road and things are good. Spending time together. Doing things, making some memories. And then guess what? Something happened that didn't go exactly how they wanted to, which nobody's perfect. People can't read your mind. And not only that, people don't have to do shit the way they want them to, right? You know, relationships go, it's give and take. And, and the narcissist will always take and take and take. And then problems start and then they'll just hit reset 
And that's the reason why a narcissist is always so emotionally detached and they are only attached to their wants because them being emotionally attached will make them have to work for something because they'll have, they will feel bad if somebody leaves them or they'll miss somebody. And they don't, that's the last thing they want to do is they, they don't want to miss anybody and they have too much pride to text somebody and be like, hey, like, I miss you. Like, can we talk? You know, I messed up. They'll never admit that, right? They'll never apologize. Don't, <laughs> they'll never they'll never take accountability for the shit that they've done. And they won't they won't take any type of blame for the issues and anything. Even if I mean it always it, it's always two people at fault. Just sometimes one person is more at fault. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> and you know what? They're very good. They're very good. What's that? They're very good at debating shit, right? But they will debate the abstract shit of what you of of like of what you of the message you put across. And what I mean by that is like the abstract shit, the shit that doesn't fucking like <clears throat> fucking matter in like, let's say, let's say you call on your narcissist <clears throat> and they haven't hit you up in like days. You leave a voicemail and it sounds something like, like, hey, you know, I know there's been like things haven't been so smooth and you haven't talked to me. And, you know, I guess like I've been trying to talk to you and and you haven't replied. And I just, you know, I'm just going to stop bugging you. But hopefully, you know, hopefully you want to talk soon. You know, I feel really bad. Like I miss you, blah, blah, blah. What a normal person would be like, all right, they miss you. They, what they'll get from that message is that you miss them, you feel bad, and yeah, things are kind of rocky. So what a normal person would say is like, hey, like, yeah, this is just how I'm feeling. And um, or they might not even address that. Maybe they'll just be like, hey, you know, sorry. Yeah, you know, things are kind of weird and maybe we should talk, you know, and and just, you know, that way we can at least get on the same page about how I'm, how we're both feeling and, and what we should do, you know, what we should go from here. Like whether it's to, to cut things off or to continue or to fix things. But a normal person would be like, hey, a, well, not, I'm not going to say a normal person. I'm just going to say a person that actually at least cares a little bit about you. Like as a fucking human being, because narcissists treat, treat people like items, like if they don't have feelings, right? <clears throat> a narcissist will be like, they'll hear like the first fucking two words of that, get pissed, probably fucking turn off or not even finish the message. And then they'll probably even do something stupid. Like instead of, because you call them, they'll probably just text you back. Like, like, um, I never told you that you bugged me. There you go, assuming. Sh there you go again, assuming shit. That's your problem. You know, you're always assuming things, and then they'll go off on a tangent, right? Why? Because they debate technicalities. Like, yeah, technically, you didn't say that I bug you, but you're not acknowledging the fact that you've been ignoring me for days. And I've been trying to reach out. I've tried to reach out in different ways. You know, I've reached out calmly. And, you know, like I've made a clear line of communication to where it's not difficult for you to say anything. But instead of acknowledging, like, the really important part of my voicemail, you just pick the thing that you can argue in your favor because that's the only part of the argument you can win is the fact that you didn't say that you bug me, you know? So what, that's what they'll do.
It'd be like, I never said that. You know, you're too emotional. That's your problem. That's the problem is that you're too emotional. I never fucking said that shit. You need to stop. <clears throat> so they'll argue. They'll argue like. I don't know. They, they'll just argue. They'll pick. They'll cherry pick your text message. They'll cherry pick your voicemail, your phone call, your sentence. And use whatever is arguable that they can win. And at the end of the day, they will ignore the parts of your messages or your phone calls or your voicemails that actually mean something to you. That's that you actually wanted the answer to. Like they will never address the emotional parts of your needs. They will just address what can what they can debate and win. And that's why you never get anywhere with a narcissist. <clears throat> You'll never be enough for a narcissist either way um, because those people are truly damaged inside, you know. And it's sad because a lot of them can be great people, but their past trauma and the shit they've been through, you know, sadly enough, because of somebody else, they will shut themselves off to probably a lot of good partners in their life. You know? I believe in like the whole twin flame theory where there's there's like the there's a person that's for you that like you're meant to be with. And um I mean, I think we all know that, right? I think by the time you're in your late 20s or your your 30s, you kind of realize like <clears throat> Like the person you should have been with or could have been with or would have really been like happy with. Like you probably already met them and, and you know, maybe the other person was had these narcissistic traits or maybe you did and you fucked it up and maybe you grew out of it. And um, I mean, but a narcissist just wants to push over and they want to control every single single thing and. I mean, what's best to do with these people is just to cut ties, you know. And I'm speaking to you from, like, the point of view of, like, the person who actually, like, like, love them, you know. Like, if I'm speaking to you from the person, like, from the heart, a person with a heart perspective, perspective right? Like, if you're the person that love somebody and they're not returning it and that's how they are and they're just like they're you they use your emotions against you to control you um it's best to just cut ties with these people <sighs> but ah, here's the thing it's a fucking blessing and a curse to feel so much <clears throat> because I also believe that everybody deserves a second chance. I also believe that 99 out of 100 problems could be solved with a conversation. And like I said previously, people are allowed to change just because you were a certain way before doesn't mean that you can't be a different way now. <clears throat> You know, maybe you realized you made a mistake and you want to reconcile. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's all fine and dandy, but you have to show some sort of change as well. So, I mean, if I was in that situation where I had to reconcile with somebody that treated me like shit. One, I would think, is this the right person for me? Like, is there chemistry there? Like, what kind of chemistry was there? Cool. If this person changes, you know, like, 
not everything about themselves, but maybe like two or three things that were like major issues. Because a lot of times people are just scared, you know. I mean, I guess I will consider it, but I'm too forgiving. And, um, but I do feel like if you guys ever give a chance to somebody that treated you guys like that, um, really be careful. Um, do whatever your heart tells you. I'm never going to tell you guys to do something that I would do or I wouldn't do. Just, you know, follow your instinct. Make sure you communicate. And make sure that this person, well, first of all, make sure that they hit you up, that they reconcile. There's no reason for the person that did not fuck up, for the person that made all the effort to reach out. Like, if you fucked up and you know, like, hey, maybe I didn't do something fucked up. Like, you know, maybe I didn't break his windows or maybe I didn't, you know, fucking drain his bank account or like, not like that. But if you know you... Things ended because it was you. You should be the one reaching out. And that's step one of swallowing your pride. Um, And if you're a narcissist, you might see it as weakness, but I would see it as a sign of growth, a sign of strength. Like, hey, you're willing to do something that you normally don't do for me. Then I'll be like, all right, you, I must be special to you. But a narcissist won't ever think that way because they're only scared of their power and their control. But I would think, like, I know you, like, what the fuck? Like, this is not like you. Okay. You know, I appreciate you doing something out of your comfort zone. I, you know, I see, okay, this is a sign of growth. Like, it's not a sign of weakness to admit that you're wrong or you did something wrong or, and to just be like, Hey, I fucked up and I want to fix things. All right, cool. How do you think we're going to do that? All right, cool. Well, let's get to it. Or, you know, it also could be like, I'm not open to it. But you're never going to know. You're never going to know until you try. And a narcissist, most times in their lives, will never try to fix anything because the funny thing is that they spent most they spend most of their lives fearing rejection, but they're always rejecting others. <clears throat> Isn't that crazy? Somebody that is always rejecting somebody else... So rejecting somebody's emotions, somebody's love, somebody's compassion. They're probably the ones that are most afraid of rejection. I mean, I don't know. I think if you really believe that somebody is worth it, you'll you'll fucking do something different. In order to get them back, in order to get them, in order to fix things, in order to do whatever. Like if somebody really mattered to you, you'll fucking do it. And it has nothing to do with pride. It has nothing to do with strength, weakness. It's just... I mean, it's just real shit. Like, fuck. I fucked up. But... Nah, they're, they're not going to want to talk to me. Like, it's already... We already have, like... There's, always, there's already too much drama. Like, you know, I already fucked... Said too much or... We argued too much. You know, we said a lot of things already. Like, too much was said. Like, nah. Trust me. People say shit when when their needs are not getting fulfilled. Or people say shit when they're mad. People are always going to say shit. <clears throat> but if you want the truth, you're going to have to get it together. And a narcissist will never give you the truth. And but they will always know your truth because you'll start 
overcompensating with your emotions because of the lack of emotions they're giving you. So like if you feel like this person is not into you and they keep giving you like the silent treatment or there's no more communication. So you're going to communicate even more. And then you're going to be like, what's wrong? Can I fix this? What did I do? What did I, you know, like what's, you know, how come you don't want to be with me anymore? Or how come you don't want us to date anymore? And they'll complain that you're being too emotional or that you want too much. But in reality, you're just overcompensating because, because they didn't give you anything. But if they did show some sort of emotion to you or meet some sort of emotional needs to you, the odds are is that you wouldn't have pushed them for so much so fast. But, you know, like, you know, people and love is like a plant. You got to water it so it can grow. And if you're not showing like your plant some love, you're not watering it a little bit every day. One day, it's just going to be dead. And it's going to ask you for all the water you have. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? Why do you want all the water? Like, what do you want all of this? And it's like, well, I just went three weeks with no water. Like, you haven't given me any. So now I need it all right away or else I'm going to die. And that's usually how emotionally unavailable people are. Is like, they won't give you any emotions. And then the person who does want that relationship or that that love, they're just going to push you and be like, hey, dog, like, what's it going to be? And then they're going to blame it on you like you want too much. But in reality, it's not that I want too much or we want it too much or she wanted too much. It's the fact that that I'm spend like we're spend you spend a lot of time together. And if you don't, at a certain point, you should kind of show some sort of feelings for me. And it's been like months and you still act like you're a fucking stranger or like I can't even hold your hand. You won't even give me a kiss in public. You won't like... I try to kiss you or, or something and you put, you move your head away. Like me rechazas. <clears throat> Something's wrong. And what am I going to do? I'm going to ask for more because maybe I'm not asking for it the right way. And then that's just going to, you know, it's going to cause some drama. But in reality, if you just did your job little by little, every fucking day, we wouldn't, we or your plant wouldn't ask you for, for more. Right we won't ask you for an uncomfortable amount to you. But the fact that we went with nothing for so long, now we want everything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you guys grasp it. Like we want a lot now because we've gone a long time, like thirsty as fuck for your emotions and your love. So you're either going to give me, give me everything or, or shit's going to start fucking hitting the fan. And most of the time, they are happy with shit hitting the fan and replacing you and starting that cycle all over again and just continuing to be damaged. What can I say? I mean, I've probably dated around like two or three chicks like that, and it's not fun. And I mean, I feel like I've had those traits before, too. So, you know, I think it's something that you can probably grow out of, uh, but does take some work. And hopefully if you're a narcissist, you snap out of it. And if you're dating one, <laughs> you snap out of it. But everybody's fixable. Everything is fixable. And I think through communication and and willingness to know that not everything has to go your way and compromise. I think almost everybody's relationships issues, even like my own, like just takes one conversation. 
putting your pride to the side and and just sending that text, that phone call, or showing up. But, I mean, some people are too good for that, right? Some people are way too good to make an effort to get somebody that really loves them back. They're too good for that. But they're not too good to restart every couple months and go through that cycle and that toxic and those negative feelings. They're not too good for that, right? 